I'm Ted Drozdowski, Senior Editor at Premier Guitar, and I'm honored to be here with Caroline Wonderland today. Caroline is part of the living legacy of great Austin guitar players. She arrived in Austin in the 90s, I think, yeah. and quickly became part of that scene, part of its heart and soul. Uh, I love her playing because I love electric fingerstyle guitar, Whee! and she is just a wicked electric fingerstyle guitar player. Also a terrific singer-songwriter and vocalist. You have, I think, uh, well, you've, you have several uh, Austin Music Awards to your credit. Yeah, As well as strange. other recognitions. Yeah. And uh, man, it's just a pleasure to be here at City Winery in Nashville with you. It's really kind. Mm -hmm. It's really cool to be back. <laughs> Thank you. Yeah. Man, so you know what we do here. Uh, and I think maybe what we're going to start with is that guitar you're wearing right now. Because yeah. that is a Gibson I have never really seen before. I know, I've heard of it. You know, it's kind of a legendary instrument that was only available, I think, for a couple of years. Yeah, they didn't make them very long. So tell us about it. Tell us how you got it, what it all is, right. and all that good stuff. Well, this is Patty the Blues Hawk. And uh, <laughs> I named her Patty because I got her from my friend Patrice Pike, who is an amazing guitar player and great songwriter in, in her own right. And years ago, we traded out. I gave her a telly for this. I think I got the better end of that deal. Mm -hmm. I mean, don't tell my telly that, but <laughs> maybe just a little bit. I started playing, uh, I've started playing her out more regularly when I was in, in John Mayall's band because mm -hmm. I liked the telly, but it wasn't quite filling the space that was required. With that keyboard cutting the way it does, and its voice is so beautiful, it's just mm -hmm. the P90s were, I think, needed. Excellent. Yeah. So is that all stock? Have you done anything with it? No, except for uh, put one homage to Mayall uh, tuner, that, or, you know, one, one potometer, potentiometer. <laughs> I can say that, potentiometer. <laughs> <laughs> Excellent. Uh, and it's got P90s and uh, original bridge. Yeah, what more could you ask for? And that one's about from the 90s? Yeah, when, you know when roughly? I would guess 95. 95. Somewhere. Mm. Okay, and the custom touch is a peace sign. Yes, of course. <laughs> I'm that girl. Okay. Well, should we talk about guitars right now? You've sure. got two other cool guitars here with you. I'm going to get out of the way so you could actually uh, we can actually take a look at this. Yeah. And uh, if you don't mind, I'll lift that up for you. Absolutely. Cool. This is a beautiful old Gibson, 50s, yeah. I'm thinking? Yeah, it's a 54, and uh, she's like a, a, she's an ES-125. So for, for years, in fact, the last time I played on this stage at the City Winery was with Mayall, and he has, he has a similar one, only it's a thin line, and he's, of course, put some art on it. His art's so awesome, so any guitar he touches looks really cool after he gets a hold of it. But after like tuning it for the shows, I was like, I really love the feel of the neck, and, and when I found this guy, I couldn't resist. Yeah. Now, did that resist. did that originally come with a Charlie Christian style pickup, and or was that the P90? Well, this is the P90. Is just what it came with. Okay. Yeah. Cool. I ain't, you know, I ain't particular so long as it makes the sound I like. <laughs> yeah, sounds good. And I heard you play that on uh, a video you did during lockdown, a uh, Muddy Waters tribute to Champagne and Reefer. Oh yeah. And it sounded terrific. Oh, thank you, man. Uh, you know, and I have to ask you. I know we're going to go to this lap steel next, but I just have to take a minute to talk. I uh, ask you about uh, John Mayall's band and how you got the call because you are the first woman to play lead guitar in John Mayall's Blues Breakers. Yeah. And that's a legacy that goes back all the way to Eric Clapton, Peter Green, Mick Taylor, on up through Coco Taylor. 
I mean, excuse me. Coco Montoya. <laughs> Coco that would Montoya. Be good, Not the Coco Montoya. I'd like to see Coco Taylor with John Taylor. But anyway, Coco Montoya and uh, and Walter Trout, and then Buddy and a whole bunch of other folks on oh, there from God, there. Oh God, yeah. So, Buddy Winton was such yeah, a cool one too, man. Amazing guitar player. Yeah. Under, undercredited, I think. Uh, but how did you end up in John's band, and what's that experience like? It's been awesome. The thing is, is we ran into each other a couple of festivals here and there, and uh, and his bass player Greg Arzab. We knew each other from when I was a teenager. My band had opened for Buddy Guy on the road, and he, he and Ray the Killer Allison were in the rhythm section oh, yeah. of Buddy Guy's band at the time. So we remembered each other and uh, ran into each other, one of them like a, what do they call them, music on the boat things, the, the, the floating rock and roll oh, yeah. <laughs> experience. There's so many of them. They're very cool, a lot of fun. But uh, he, he asked, like, hey, man, uh, what's your number? I was like, all right, gave him my number, and about a couple months later, we were up at uh, Levon's, um, and I got a call just, hey, would you, would you be interested in, in maybe recording a couple songs? Then John got off the, on the phone and he said, would you maybe just hop on the road with us for a little while? And I was like, I'll certainly try it. I mean, golly, yeah. And was that about 2018? Yeah. Right? Okay, and the little while has at least been, well, it would have been three full years, but you know. Yeah, except this last year. <laughs> a little something happened in yeah. there. Well, let me, put the, uh, let me let you put that guitar back. Yeah. She's a good girl. Don't look at her dirtiness. <laughs> And should we talk about this lap steel over yeah. here? Yeah, her name is Lappy because I'm really original with my name. <laughs> <laughs> but little Lappy is just a morel, you know, and I like her. The pickups are good. It's a, they're Armstrongs. They're, you know, they have a, a good cut to them. And I play, uh, I play glass slide instead of metal, so I think it picks it up well. So if I go play a show with Cindy Cashdollar, they're not mm -hmm. like muddy enough or getting in each other's way. You can really hear the two tones. Separate. So you do dual lap steels with Cindy? Only with Cindy because she's the awesomest. <laughs> And what tuning do you keep that one at? Oh, I, do, I just do a, a standard 135, 135, and G. Okay. Yeah. And are these guitars uh, tuned in standard? Yeah, standard, as best I can keep up with it. Okay. Yep. And what kind of strings do you put on all your guitars? The cheapest one? No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> uh, typically elixirs. I like them because I don't typically change them that much, you know. I, I'll keep them till they're, till they're about ready to be barbed wire, you know. I, there's a couple of them tonight. You can tell which one's got the new strings. It'll be a little more ping-ping in the, in the monitor, just a touch. <laughs> well, and uh, is there a particular gauge you use on the various guitars? Uh, typically, typically I, do, I used to do 10 through 52s because I was so heavy with my thumb. Mm -hmm. But I, I kind of like the tone better just doing like the straight 10s, 10 through 46 or so. These guys, it's like a, mm, I want to say a, a 14, 17, and then 26, 36, 46, 56. Yeah. Now, the other thing that people who might not have seen you play before might not know is that, well, unless they see the intro of this video, of course, is that you are a ferocious <laughs> finger picker. Oh, uh, you. And you're actually the first uh, finger stylist in John Mayall's band as well. Uh, oh, yeah. Everyone else were plectrum people. But uh, tell me why you decided to go for finger style guitar and uh, how you developed your technique. Well, it was absolutely my mom. Uh, my mom had guitars growing up. I, they were always around the house. So my first few guitars were her Stratocaster, and she had a couple of Martins. Hmm. And then I got into the Who when I was about 10 years old <laughs> and I started doing the windmill. And that was the end of my life with picks. I scratched up one Martin, that was it, that was it, no more picks. But I, I'm actually happy for it because now you get three different playing surfaces. You know, you get like the, the sharpness of the nails, you get the fatness of, your, of the flesh, and then like where your calluses are, you can just ride behind it and do false harmonics all day long. Mm -hmm. Was there anyone you modeled your finger picking on early on? Was it your mom? My mom a bit, but uh, I mean, you know, as I got to as I got to watching things, and I have to say, you know, especially thank God for things like homespun tapes. But uh, watching Hubert, Hubert, someone was, uh, I mean, is was always that's it, that's that's it. Did you have a chance to meet Hubert? 
Yeah, yeah. Excellent. We played a couple of times. First first time I met him was uh, on his birthday, actually, at Levon Helm's place. Oh, and great. it was just the strangest occurrence ever. <laughs> I, I was beautiful. I thought I was going to faint about 12 times. Yeah. He was a really sweet, gentle man. He was, man. He was. Uh, well, let's talk about the amps next. What do you think? Yeah. You've got two amps here. And you're, are you playing in stereo? I think you might be. I'm playing in a couple of amps coming at you with different tones. That's okay. pretty much it. Just a okay. mismatch. But the baby, the one that I'm just crazy about, is this one. It's a tone I.O. So it's like kind of the classic American voicing. It's a, you know, tube, point to point, really nice, well done. Oh, my Lord. It's got a Weber in it. Is it Bill Nossin? Yeah. Um, yeah. Adrian makes these. Uh, Adrian at Tone I.O. And uh, he goes by Adrian G. Okay. And is it, is it does it have like six v six tubes in there? Yes. Yeah, we put a, um, and we put uh, the AX sevens, I believe, in there just for the for the, for the yeah for the little bit of a tone difference. Yeah. And uh, and it's a, it's an A twenty. So so if you're looking for it, it's Tone I O. It's an A twenty. It's one of the first ones he's done. And I threw that up there together with a, you know, with the juniors because you can't really go wrong with a junior. You know, you got you got your tone and you got your volume. It lets you know where you're at. And then I use this to make it you know, to really shape the tone the way I like it in the rooms. And yes. I mean, in a room like this, you can use them both and be sweet and not worry about being so rude out in the front of house. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, this, it doesn't look like this has a gain master volume set of it. It looks like it's old school in that yeah. respect. So I it's prefer got it. Master three band EQ, two band EQ, uh, reverb, speed, and intensity. So you've yeah. got tremolo in there too. Yeah, and he, was, and he was super sweet about like, you know, like where the bias is. Typically like, like with the with the juniors, uh, for example, it's like I'll find myself with the tone on like two, just like, oh God, it's so very bright. I mean, if I was Albert <laughs> Collins, you know, or if I could play like Roy Buchanan, that would be a whole other story, but yeah. I, mm, I have to have it a little bit darker. So she goes kind of the opposite where I find, you see my settings on her, the treble is like, you know, way far up and the bass is down. Uh, and she's just rich, even on the quiet, even on the quiet, she's really rich. Okay. And um, you said I like that, that amp. Can I mention? <laughs> I really like that amp. It's a nice looking amp. It's very neatly composed. Yes. You know, and I noticed that it also has its own. Uh, it's got a vibrato and uh, reverb switch on top too. Yeah. <clears throat> um, do you just leave that set somewhere? Typically, typically speaking, unless unless I'm doing a song that, like in particular, there's a there's a Robert Ward song I like, Comfort ah. Table. So I like to try to emulate that. I yep. mean, you know, who doesn't want to emulate Robert Ward? <laughs> you know, shoot. Robert Ward was great. Yeah. Uh, you, you know all the uh, great old school foundational players that slipped through the crack for a bunch of people. That's got, cool. Well, I got, I got thrown out of school early and got really lucky. <laughs> <laughs> um, now, this amp, uh, you mentioned the gentleman named Adrian. What's Adrian's last name, the builder of this oh, amp? Oh, Gofrich. Gofrich, okay. Yeah, and it, and it goes by Adrian G at Tone IO. Yeah. Tone IO, yeah. okay. Cool, cool. Uh, and here's your pedal board. I finally became a guitar player with a pedal board. I've, I was a, oh man, I'm the person I cussed at for years. <laughs> and here it is. Okay. I like the cathedral because if by chance we're on a bouncy stage, I don't want that of the reverb tank. And oh, I yeah. love the reverb tank on that. It's open. It's lovely. It's like if, if you look in the back, it's not, it's not covered. It is, mm, it's beautiful. But if we're on a bouncy stage, I won't use it. I'll, I'll just go ahead and use the cathedrals, uh, usually the Holy Grail setting for that. Nice. But what I like is the AB, so I can run it that way, and then I can have the magic shut up button here. Of course, a tube screamer, that's like, I think, the 30th anniversary. So it's the one that's got the, the metal flake that kind of comes off eventually that looks like a gum wrapper. Oh. I think it's super cool. <laughs> that maybe they didn't mean for it to be like that, but I think it's really cool. And then the sex drive, because 
because shoot, if, if I could, if I could touch the hem of Charlie Sexton's garment, I'll sure try. <laughs> and that is Ned <laughs> Nostin, right? Yes. By Durham. Mm -hmm. Cool. Acromatic tuner. Well, Caroline, you've got the lap steel now. Yeah. I'm dying to hear it. Why don't you let us hear the lap steel and then hear what you do with some of the pedals in the lap steel. All right. So fairly naked. And then the sex drive's just a little dirtier. gets a good and then oh yeah you want to hurt somebody oh yeah oh you put both of these on at the same time and it's like there's a little creamy and a little just a little stabby stabby just a you've got that slide in your hand, why don't you tell us what kind of slide you use? What oh, kind of slide you use? This is one that if I break, I'm in trouble because I only have ever found the one. Uh, a gentleman in Eugene, Oregon gave this to me before I was playing lap steel and he said, you look like you could use this. And I think he might have thought it was a bong. I'm not really sure. <laughs> <laughs> but I, I, I took it home and went, hmm, no, no, no. Hey, <laughs> hey. So uh, I like her. And like I said, playing glass, when most folks play metal, it's, it gives you a chance to get to play with other lap steel players, I think. I mean, maybe it's just because I can't control my tone otherwise with the metal as well as someone like Cindy. So I think mm -hmm. it gives it a different, you know, like water and, uh, water and glass. It's mm -hmm. nice. All right. Now, do you ever use picks at all? No, I tried. Uh, when I was playing mandolin, I, I'd play it somewhat just because, uh, you know, I got fat fingers. They don't necessarily want to go like right where they're supposed <laughs> to. So it, that seemed nice. but. By and far, no. I just I like I like bare knuckled. I like to, I mean, I don't like to hurt myself, but it, it sounds more honest. In the service of tone. Yep. What we won't do. I know. Uh, <laughs> now the last album of yours that I have is a live album with the trio. Oh yeah. But you have a new one coming up, right? We do. Why don't you tell us about that? Well, uh, we just we just got signed. We're super lucky. Uh, we're going to be with Alligator, and it just blows my mind because when I was a kid, my first collections, you know, were Arhuli. An alligator. It's mm -hmm. like I never went past the A's. There was so much to listen to, you know. It's like so much. And and when he asked if we would do it, I I couldn't believe it. I sent him the record that we made right before lockdown. We got together with Dave Alvin and recorded like you know ten songs. And we're like, I, I really like them. I think they tell a story. He got Jimmy Dale Gilmore to come in. I got Marsha Ball to come play some and Red Young and Cindy Cash Dollar. Oh, All right. I mean, you know. And do you and Dave play together on the record too? Mm -hmm. I kidnapped him to play some. It was awesome. I could, you know, we're all huge fans, so everybody stood up straight, and it was really, really cool to get to do. And he has great ideas. I mean, he really improved a lot of, a lot of my goofy songs. Well, he's a great songwriter. God, yes, And he you're is. also a very talented songwriter. You're very kind. So it's very nice that both of you were able to get together and collaborate. The last time I saw Dave was actually here, and he was standing right where we are. Boom! And I was sitting right there, and afterwards, uh, when I told him how much I enjoyed the set, he's like, I'm really sorry you were that close that to close me because to I'm so loud. I'm like, Dave, no problem. Bought the ticket, I knew what I was in for. Hell yes, why well, I want to sit next exactly. to that amp. Exactly. Yeah. That was where I wanted to be. It was great. Well, thank you again for being Aww. here with us. I really appreciate it. It's a pleasure to meet you. And uh, I wish you the best of luck. Have a great show tonight. 
Enjoy Thank the rest you. of the tour. And I can't, And when's the album coming out? Oh, I you know? think it will be out this fall. That's uh, if I've, I'm always afraid if I say a certain date, it'll be a month later. So it came out yesterday. <laughs> <laughs> Well, congratulations. Thank and, you. And thank you all for watching. I really appreciate it. And, uh, man, I hope you're celebrating now that we're out of the lockdown. Peace.